Happy Friday. It's Friday, November 11th, 2022. I'm Kevin Roman. I'm a designer, stylist, and generally all-around happy guy. Every week, I share a great thought and a great song. We all deserve a dose of encouragement, a fun tune, and a reason to smile. This is Happy Friday. Happy Friday. You know, I'll tell you something. Growing up, I actually hated my name. Kevin Roman. So monotonous, so boring. Instead, I wanted something flashy like Liza or, well, you know, I'll tell you later. I got a lot to talk about today. What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. That's what Juliet said to Romeo, at least. Names are just letters making up words, right? Remember the schoolyard saying, Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me? It's obvious physical things can hurt you. Names are harmless. Don't be a sissy. In a way, that's true. I'd rather have bullies throw insults at me than throw bottles, and I've had people throw both. But that idea is from an age when we thought only things on the outside really mattered. And if we've learned anything over the generations, it's that there's so much more to us than just what we show on the outside. So what do we really use names for? Throughout history, every culture has believed that names represent power. The Genesis story portrays the power of language in creation and the control that comes with naming things. In Jewish tradition, the name of God was so holy, it couldn't be said out loud. The word they said instead literally means the name. Many ancient Middle Eastern cultures believed you gained power over a god if you knew his name. The Egyptian god Ta was known as the creator god, whose thoughts as words became real. What he named was created. So much of language has been tied to religion since the written word began as restricted, secret, privileged knowledge held by the church. Literacy of the general public was low, while the church and higher education clung to Latin. Fun fact, the word idiot comes from the Latin and Greek words for illiterate. Talking word origins, which I love, the children's magical word abracadabra was most probably derived from Hebrew and Aramaic, meaning I create what I speak. And who can forget the mystery and power revealed when the miller's daughter finally guessed the name of Rumpelstiltskin? That story has roots 4,000 years old. But the most disturbing example is right in front of our face. The tradition of a bride taking her husband's name. Why? Because he owned her and had power over her. 
Okay, but come on, what impact does this naming Hocus Pocus really have on us today? A few years ago, Jerusalem's Hebrew University researched how much impact a person's birth name has on them. Every name carries stereotypes with it of personalities, behaviors, even physical attributes. So they showed people random photos of strangers, each labeled with four false names and one real one. The test group picked the real name more often than just by chance. The university took their study to other countries to make sure culture or ethnicity wasn't creating bias. Same results. And going even further, when a computer using machine learning that had been trained on 100,000 faces with true names was then presented with new unknown faces, it guessed the correct name more often than not. Jennifer looks like what we imagine a Jennifer looks like. Dan looked like a Dan should. What happened here? Because we have social coding of what names mean and are influenced by those unspoken assumptions, we adapt our behavior, our personality, and even our appearance to grow into those expectations. Name a child Samantha, and they actually grow up into what we think a Samantha should be. No wonder we have celebrities and gender outsiders that change their names. It's not vanity. These folks have picked names that are truer to their inner selves. They've molded the name to who they really are. So be careful what you name things, because you become the name. That scene from Shakespeare continues on, proclaiming truth more important than names. Call me but love, he answers, and I'll be new baptized. Henceforth, I never will be Romeo. Over time, we've dropped honorary titles, added hyphenated surnames, and created a million internet identities for ourselves. Names almost become disposable. Are they real or not? When people throw around the N-word or the L-word, when we change our names to yay or the artist formerly known as whatever, do words or names really mean anything anymore? I'll tell you. Dale Carnegie captured it best. The sweetest and most important sound in any language is a person's name to that person. Maybe you think a name can mean anything. You're right. Words have meaning when we give them meaning. They can both destroy or uplift. You choose what you create with your words and what you control with your names. Quite simply, names have the power we give them.
for all that being said, sometimes there's power in stepping outside expectations, outside labels, and exploring the space beyond categorization. Often, the anonymous donor is the most impactful because they're not identified. And remember, Rumpelstiltskin was at his best advantage before his name was revealed. Sometimes it's good to shake off the affectations of titles and not share everything. And it can be a little fun. That's what one of my favorite groups, Midnight Pool Party, sings about in their song, No Names. I hope you like it. Every week, find a link to Friday's song in the show notes in your podcast app and online at the website happyfriday.fm. And remember, names have the power we give them. Thanks so much for listening. Yes, growing up, I hated my name. Until I had a friend once tell me, Shut up! You have a brand name! And you know what? He was right. And that's exactly how I use it now. Connect with me on Instagram at happyfriday.fm and you can always find me online at kevinroman.com. Remember that name! Now go have a happy Friday.